good. Welcome to Shakespeare's As You Like It. Are you sure you're 17? I'm 17. <laughs> of course. She's never been hip. Oh. This is where the stories are. She's never been cool. You'll become friends with these people. Houston, Kristen, Gibby. What's up, girlfriends? Are you in special ed? And she's never been sexy. You will party with them. Ugh. You'll rave with them. You're gonna get jiggy with them. Until now. All you need is one person to think you're cool and you're in. You can't just come in here, be popular in one day. Do you guys know that girl, Josie Geller? She used to date the drummer from the Big Bad Voodoo Daddies. Shut up. It's true. So let's hear it. I'm not Josie Grossy anymore. Century Fox presents Guy is totally crunching on you. Drew Barrymore. Do I wanna be crunched? Oh yeah. In a story about getting a second chance. I've waited my whole life to fit in and I finally feel like I do. To make a first impression. You've been hiding something from everyone. No, I haven't. You totally ripped off my Malibu Barbie idea. Uh-uh, I'm disco Barbie. Guys, I just haven't felt that thing. When you're my age, guys will be lined up around the block for you. You have to say that because you're my teacher. Actually, I shouldn't say that because I'm your teacher. Never been kissed. I think I'm totally in. I'm so cool. Sheer white nonsense. Welcome to Recap and Gown, the podcast where four old millennials talk about the high school and college movies from back when they when we were high school and college students to find out what made the grade and what should have been held back. Representing the class of 03, I am your co-host Crooks. Joining me this week and every week, he sings like an angel and drinks like a fish, the class of 04's own Big Hearn, David Oscar Hernandez. What up, Dave? Not too much, man. I got, uh, I got two drinks. I made an old-fashioned oh. and I have a beer. Oh my so god! We'll see where this goes. We'll see just, where this goes. Y'all gonna be sick. Night. Feeling, feeling loose. <laughs> feeling good. Let's you know, for for this movie, I think you know the more the better. I, I don't want to do this sober. Um, it, is it liquor before beer? You're you like Pam Greer. You, oh, you like Pam Greer. Okay. Liquor before oh, beer. You like Pam Greer. I'll do that. Uh, also joining us in the class of 03, she is one half of our very own Texas two-step, the one and only big sis, Megan Mills. What up, Megan? Hey, guys. I'm recording live from our hometown of Naperville. Naper- yeah, very exciting. Um, or neighbor thrill, as some may call it. No one's ever called it that. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I like Naperville. I've, I've, I've come around. I, I used to hate on it. Yeah, well, it's shut down right now, and all we can do is go to the grocery store. So we've been mm. we've doing a lot of that lately. Yeah, good old Jewel, Jewel Osco, because Dominic's is gone now. Ain't that some yeah, shit? Ca- we went to they, Cabo- well, Caputo's, though. So, oh, you fancy. Um, yeah. It stinks like cheese. Love it. It's great. <laughs> it's great. 
rounding out the two-step, this podcast chief NASCAR and trivia correspondent from the class of 01, Dana Griffin. What up, Dana? Uh, not much. Um, I took a lovely nap before the podcast because I'm 80. And uh-huh. I feel great. I feel great. I feel ready to go. I'm happy you're energized. Right? Yeah. That should make for a, a good, good episode tonight. Uh, this was your pick. Why don't you um, oh, tell us right. what we're watching, where we can get it, and what it's about? Okay, maybe I might not be as with it as I thought. Um, we are watching uh, Never Been Kissed, uh, 1999. Yeah. Um, I, won't, I was going to say who's in it, but that's Megan's job, so I'm going to stop talking about that. Um, where can you get it if you have a Stars subscription, which... I don't know anybody who does. Um, it's included with stars. I got one. Uh, oh, oh, did you get this for oh. quote unquote free? I got it for my, my parents have stars. So I have stars. Apparently it was on Disney plus up until Ooh. like last month. It shouldn't have been. Okay. I thought so. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was, I'd seen it on the, on the plus. Oh uh, instead, I had to pay some money for this as I do with most of our movies. It's rentable on Amazon, Apple TV Plus, uh, the Googles, YouTube's, Fandango, Voodoo, DirecTV, Redbox. I could go on and on, but Oof, I won't. They're not everywhere. paying us, so why am I talking about them? It's playing somewhere right now, I bet. Yes. Uh. <laughs> um, uh, the synopsis of this film via Rotten Tomatoes. I have not read this, so we'll see how this goes. Mm. Okay, here we go. Uh, Josie Geller, a baby-faced junior copywriter at the Chicago Sun-Times, must pose as a student at her former high school. What? That's, this is <laughs> fake. All this is fake. No. Nope. To, to research contemporary teen cult, teenage culture. With the help of her brother, Rob, Josie infiltrates the inner circle of the most popular clique on campus, but she hits a major snag in her investigation not to mention her own failed love life when she falls for her dreamy English teacher, Sam Coulson. The Coulson. Coulson. It's Coulson. It's Coulson, which is even fucking worse. Because <laughs> he's you so cool. Two things. Number one, I don't know that she's baby-faced. Her face is round, but it's not a baby face. And then number two. It's about as baby-faced as I look right now, and it's just because I've had a little too much salt. Yeah. <laughs> She's she's puffy, but she's not baby-faced. I would also say um, this probably was her old high school because it's like they had the party at her parents' house and it wasn't like get on the train and go across town to get there, it seemed like to me. I Okay, I did have questions. Mm -hmm. Um, So we can save that for later, but I really... Okay, if that's a part of... If she was at her old high school, I have more questions to add to to the rundown because... Not a chance. Somebody yeah, recognize her, insane. remember her. It's, it's yes. been seven years. Oh, yeah. It's not like it's been 25. Yeah. There, there are teachers <laughs> who stay at schools for 20, 30 years. And they'd yeah. be like, oh, you're a smart kid who I'll remember. Yeah. yeah exactly. My mom taught that's, at one school I think for that's like a lie. Years. Yeah, that, yeah, that seems that's fake. a lie of the synopsis. Yeah, I don't Liar. believe it. Well, now that we have the controversy out of the way from that, and I'm sure there'll be no more controversy for the rest of this episode. Uh, Big Sis, do you want to give us a rundown of who is in this movie? Certainly. Um, We have my gal pal, Drew Barrymore, as Mm -hmm. Josie Geller. Close personal friend. Close personal friend. Uh, (laughs) David Arquette as Rob Geller, who I think this is the second movie we've had with him. Yes. Um, Michael Vartan as Sam Coulson. 
It's Vartan. It's Vartan. Oh, God. I think he's French-Canadian, maybe. Yes. I don't know. Yeah. Or just French-sounding. Yeah. You're right. I was so excited about saying Coulson, right? I didn't I didn't even pay attention to the rest I of the I would have said Vartan, too. Yeah. Mm. Um, Lily Sobieski, who I kind of forgot about, but I used to really love her. Um, she plays Aldis, I guess. Yeah, I think it's Aldis. Yeah. Okay. Um, Molly Shannon plays Anita. John, yeah. yeah, great. John C. Riley is Gus, also great. Um, we have Jeremy Gordon as Guy Perkins. Jessica Alba, another one of, uh, I think, the second Jessica Alba movie, maybe third. This is it's our second. This this came out before Idle Hands or after? Yep. Before? This came out the summer before, I believe. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So she was yeah. Right. Okay. I thought there was a third one. But maybe I'm wrong. I may be wrong. Who knows? Jordan Ladd plays Gibby. I'm not going to say her last name. Um, <laughs> Marley Shelton plays Kirsten. Gary Marshall plays Rigfort. Gary Marshall. Oh yeah, my take God. Uh, James Franco plays Jason, which I just realized two seconds ago that James Franco's in this movie. So shows how much I paid attention. Um, and that's about. Uh, I will say Sean Whalen plays Merkin, who you you might remember him. Yeah, he's also yeah. A, a veteran of the pod at this point. Yeah. From Idle Hands. Hands. Yeah. There was, there was one more, I think. Okay, go for it. Oct- Octavia Spencer. Octavia okay. Spencer as the sassy Oscar black Oscar winner, Octavia yeah. Spencer. Yeah, the oh, sassy black Oscar friend. Oscar winner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh, okay. I think I think that's all the important people. I'm sure there are others that are in it, but I think that's that's all the people. Oh, that, you know, Cress, oh. Cress Williams. I totally forgot. Plays George. Oh, jo- okay, yeah, George, who is basically like Q to her Bond. He mm-hmm. was the guy in the van who I am convinced was high the entire time. Oh, 100 percent. They never said it, but that dude was high the entire time. Um, now that we have the the cast kind of taken care of, let's quick go around the horn and give some memories of the first time that we saw this movie. It feels before the pod. Um, let's start with Dana. Dana, what memories do you have of the movie that you made us watch? Um, I think this is now potentially three for three, but I saw this on opening night. Oh and I had God. the ticket stamp to prove it. <laughs> Jesus. I went to a lot of movies in high but school. Opening a night is a bold movies. move. That's a lot. Yeah, I died. I've done it with like was legally blonde. Remember the Titans? I'm on a I'm on a bit of a tear here. Yeah, you're on fire. Um, I don't know if I remember it, but I think I like really internalized with someone who had like never really kissed a boy before at that age. So like I feel like this was hitting some heartstrings. Um, upon second viewing, I got the <laughs> distinction that she meant not second or like well, I haven't. I don't think I've watched it since I was in high school. That I realized that she just meant like she never like really kissed someone. I like whatever. I have a whole yeah. thought about that, but we like I literally thought she had never. Yeah, I, I had thought she literally had never been kissed. Yeah, <laughs> I watched this in high school. So yeah, as, as one sure. might think by the title. Yes. yes, by the title and her general demeanor, I could get why you might think that no one's ever kissed her before. Come on, um, yeah, Dave, uh, what memories did you have of this from before the pod? I saw it uh, yesterday. Oh, okay. And uh, <laughs> it, it just never was on my radar. Never <laughs> right. interested. Um, and, and I've seen a lot of uh, Drew Barrymore movies. I, I think I've seen Home Fries and not this. Oh, you, home, so, how about Boys on the Side? I, I think I've Fair seen one. Boys on the Side, too. Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> and oh, this one just brother. never just didn't it didn't hit wasn't interesting surprising a little bit surprising yeah it it, no it 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 it, it wasn't made for me at all giving our reviews yet dave cut it out yeah hold on to that hold that thought um go ahead go ahead big sis memories for you um i you know i'm really bad at this but i do remember that i did see it a while back Mm -hmm. when it came out probably not That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo. Really stuff that's about it. That's about it. <laughs> that's uh, about it. So we said that um I saw election on a flight from Chicago to LA, which blows my mind. It I it's a very clear memory, so I think it must be true. This one I for sure saw on a plane. Um the only time that I saw it and the only thing I remembered from it is her first day of school outfit. Not so much the outfit, but the fact that she looked real, real pale and like had white lips for some reason. And then her getting egged on prom night was a very like in my mind, a memory mm-hmm. from this movie. That was it. So there wasn't a whole lot that I remembered from the movie, but uh, yeah, I, I saw it on a plane and that's about it. Um, well, you just stole my frosted tips. Well, I didn't describe what she was wearing. I, didn't, I mean, are you going to do frost tips on the egg? Because usually we focus on the clothes. No, I was going to do it on the white lipstick. Oh, There's well, still that's, plenty to discuss that's, about that's, that outfit. Yeah, that's 3% of her overall look. I have. So this was a free range egg, bright orange yolk. <laughs> it, was, no. it was an orange ass yolk. It was an organic fucking egg. Um, <laughs> let's, let's say, did this make the greater get held back? Uh, Dana, you want to take us off here? Okay. Well. Um, I, uh, there's a lot of like issues I have logistically, um, and the love story, um, have issues. So Woof. I, I don't know. I don't know. Can I just like not give a, I don't, I don't know. This mm-hmm. isn't like, like an outside Providence where like I legitimately like <laughs> felt bad that I made you guys watch this. It wasn't this as bad as like. Yeah, like I just don't. I don't know if I love the message. I don't know if I love what's going on. Um, I'm kind of upset that it showed up to class. That's how I feel about this. <laughs> a real um, slacker, like a, a class clown that you're hoping was going to call in sick that day. Yeah, yeah. So okay. I don't. I can't give it a grade. I'm sorry. I'm I'm abstaining from passing wow. judgment. Resigning well, in protest. During apparently a lot of states and school districts are not giving A's and F's because mm-hmm. of um, coronavirus and like you know people can't be yeah. in person and all the disruption. Mm-hmm. So I think it's fair that you are struggling giving him a, giving him or her a grade. I don't yeah, know. Well, it, there's a lot of things working against it. It's not totally yeah. the movie's fault. <laughs> it's there's there's a lot happening here, uh, Dave. Since you were the only one of us who had not seen this at all before. With fresh, fresh adult eyes, did this make the grade for you or get held back? No, it uh, <laughs> it, it wasn't it wasn't particularly good. Um, yeah, that it basically says, yep, uh, it's their relationship was perfectly fine so long as you turn out to be twenty five at the end, it's all good. I'm like, no, it, you can't erase all that. And uh, um, D- David Arquette tries his best to be like, he has women like throwing themselves at him. And uh, he's, he's just like, uh, 
that stuff was creepy. Oh, listen, we'll we'll get to his behavior and why he's not behind bars. Yeah, it just wasn't much of us. I didn't really dig the story all that much. There's a few like big. I don't know if you want to call them soliloquies or whatever that that, that right, now uh, you she does into the recap. Love. Yeah, just, yeah grade, is, just give me a grade here. Just step that, on Dana's that, toes. That we're okay. That, that we're okay. Uh, C. C. And it, and it would have been maybe a C plus if it wasn't an hour forty-five, almost an hour fifty. It was, it, it was it too was, long. Too. You feel the length. You feel the length. Yeah. Uh, big sis, make the grade or get held back. Ooh. Hmm. <laughs> um. Deep breath. You know, I like, I'm a good, I'm a good fan of rom-coms. I go back and forth on Drew Barrymore because I think she can be a little bit cheesy um, mm-hmm. movies. I do like David Arquette. I think, Even in this? and I think, I think Molly Shannon and Gus were like my favorite part. So like, yeah. you know, honestly, I like, I would have loved to um, maybe watch a movie about that. Yeah. But that wasn't this, though. That wasn't this. I Like, Dana, I don't, I don't really actually want to give this a grade. <laughs> okay. All right. Listen, we're in, we're in COVID times. Schools are having to make ends meet with a skeleton crew at times. So we'll, we'll let that happen. Uh, I, I, I think I'm also going to cop out with you guys, maybe. Um, this, it's a, it's a very tough call for me. Because, like, a lot of the performances did make the grade in particular Molly Shannon. Um, we've mentioned a couple times that I am working my way through 90s SNL and I have gotten so much more of an appreciation for Molly Shannon as an adult than I did as a kid. I love her as Courtney Love. Um, I love her as like all the little side characters that she plays. We, I, oddly enough, I've been through like two seasons on Peacock and I've not yet seen Mary Catherine Gallagher, which is odd to me. They just, they don't put mm-hmm. the full episodes up. They put up like a 45 minute version and they cut out the music and some of the sketches, but everything she's in, she's the best part of it. And she's the best part of this movie for me. Uh, we're going to talk about the romance that is central to the whole fucking movie, but it's so gross and so not okay that I think the whole movie, I, I think I would hold it back, but because we're allowing cop outs this week, I'm going to cop out based on Molly Shannon and John C. Riley. Um, but I will say there is a 0% chance this movie can come out in 2020 like this. Like, n- none of this is okay at all. So we'll, we'll get around to all that, I think, pretty shortly here. Um, before we jump into the recap and the segments, does anybody have any fun facts about this movie? Um, I feel like I struggled finding facts about this movie, but one, <laughs> of, the, one of the writers... Mouth. Yeah, what are just the facts, period. Yeah, Not even fun just, ones. There's things I really like. Normally, IMDb has some good stuff for me, but they didn't today. Um, but I just know that one of the writers, Mark Silverstein or Stein, I'm never sure how you pronounce that. Um, he's married to Busy Phillips, so oh. that's a thing. What wasn't she in this? Right? I don't think she would have been because. I think she's like the same age as Jessica Alba, so she totally could have been. A she could have played. Oh, she, oh, I guess they could cast her as Aldis. Oh, she would have been a good Aldis. Yeah, yeah. she'd fit in I that role, I think, pretty well. Hmm. I don't think they were married at the time, though. So, like, that's all. <laughs> Probably <time>. not. <laughs> um, <laughs> any a other child bride? <laughs> yeah. I mean, fitting for this fucking movie. God damn, pal. <laughs> um, Roger Ebert gave it. Yeah. Three out of four stars. Which Fuck I off, Roger. Okay. Generous. You know what? Very generous. You know what? You I have son a theory of a bitch. about why he did, though. 
No, I have after a what he did to high school high. Oh, yeah. unforgivable. No, uh, He's uh, savage. He, remember the Titans. He did. How dare you? And give this a three out of four. My God. I was like the, no, he said the uh, screenplay wasn't anything special. Called it oh, no trite. Nothing, no, nothing really going on there. But uh, Drew Barrymore, her performance was sunny and lovable. But also, you know, he's a longtime movie critic for the Sun-Times. And what's oh, the right. paper in the movie? <laughs> right. The Sun-Times. So, so, so you can only shit on it so much. Three uh, out of four stars were so. Journalists, maybe. I, I don't want to love it, movies about it, journalism. I don't like to. It, I don't want to impugn the credibility of the dead, but just suspicious to me. I'll like do it. He was wrong. Yeah, some 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 real payback shit here. I son of a bitch. All right, um, let's let's get into the. Well, <laughs> there's one more. This is which I think is wild. Thinking about this now, but okay. um, this is the first movie for James Franco and Octavia Spencer. This hmm. is her first movie too. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Wow. A couple so, of Oscar uh, winners. I don't think he had. He's been nominated. Did, did he, he not win not for 127 one. Hours? Maybe Was he, he did. I don't know. I, think, I, th- I thought okay. he won for that movie. Maybe not. I thought he won for that. But if he's not going to win again. Yeah. So, like, perhaps a That's one-time sure. winner only, and that'll, that'll be it for him. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And they really should have given Octavia Spencer a lot more to do. She had basically nothing going on in this movie. And, you know. I don't appreciate they, that. They at one point show her, and then we'll we'll get into the recap, recap after this. Oh, they say she's in a time to kill, but someone else said this was her first oh. movie. Yeah, yeah, she was a nurse, right? Oh yeah. Okay, oh, never mind. Okay. Fucking IMDb. She was, she was, son of a she was the nurse shit. after Sa- after Sandra Bullock got beaten up by the Klansmen. Yeah. To the hospital. Yeah. yeah okay, yeah. now that I'm on her IMDb, she's been in a bunch of other movies before this. <laughs> I'm leaving it in. <laughs> I trusted IMDb's trivia to tell me. Ladies and gentlemen, our chief trivia correspondent. Oh, God, I'm so ashamed. No, no, she was in The Sixth Man before this, too. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing. Kadeem Hardison and Owens. Kadeem Hardison and which Wayans? Was that, that, uh, I think it was Marlon. I think it's Marlon. I think it's Marlon. Now I feel like I need to check to see if it's true for James Franco. Actually, I don't care. (laughs) Um, Fuck him. I'm going to do The Sixth Man at some point. That was a good one. Is that a college? Um, it's college basketball, right? College basketball. Okay, we'll do U, that one. The, the, the UW Huskies. Yeah, we'll do that All one. Right. Fucking weird. Um, All right. Damn it. That's frustrating. <laughs> well, um, one thing... <laughs> one thing I find interesting that we all... Not all. I guess Dave gave it a grade. I feel like we've been a lot harsher on worse movies, but we can... We're not starting with why we had issues with this movie. It'll... it'll we'll get there. Yeah. But I just... I just think it's interesting that we we didn't want to come down too hard on this movie, and I think maybe Roger's right. It's because Drew is so lovely, or something. I don't know. Yeah. She's sunny. He said, "Sunny and lovable." She's sunny and lovable. All right. That's so yeah. this whole movie, as I said in the Rotten Tomatoes recap, um, I really hope that part about her going to her own high school is not true. But she has to go <laughs> undercover at a high school to show what real teens are doing because the old man who owns the paper. Thinks that'll be an exciting story, which I don't, I don't understand. <sighs> exciting for who? Yeah. So the logistics of just like, I'm going to just show up at a school. Like, do we think it was better? And I know, I, um, I think we have some of this in here, but we, we also have done a going undercover to be a journalist movie before with just one of the guys. You can oh. go with this or you can go with that. Yes. Um, who do you think put more effort into or 
accomplish this better? Just the going undercover. Do you think each one of them just showed up and was like, I go here now? Like, both, both committed fraud. I mean, they, <laughs> they, committed, state, they committed state crimes, man. Um, they lied to consider themselves eligible for high school. They are taking resources from the taxpayer. Me. I'm not happy I mean, about it. I mean, who did, who, who did better? I don't know, man. You know, I, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you right now. Um, I forget the name of the, of the, the woman from um, just one of the guys, uh, her character's name, um, Terry, Terry yeah. and just one of the guys, I think was more convincing undercover because nobody questioned it for a fucking second. She, there was, there was never even a moment where like somebody was like, well, that's a weird thing for you to say. People bought it immediately there was never even like a raised eyebrow. She was a man and they were like, we are fine with this. I think there was enough, enough weird behavior from Josie that people could have been like, something's happening. Something, this is not a real student. Something's wrong with her. Well, also in Terry and just one of the guys was like actually high school aged. Yeah. Like Drew Barrymore. Yeah. Drew Barrymore. Like <laughs> not 17 year old breasts. Definitely did not look like a high school student. Um, that's no. fair. No. But Terry also didn't look like a boy. But uh, I, I disagree. I thought Terry looked like like a, a I mean a relatively effeminate you know boy. But it was the eighties. Androgynous shit was in. You know That's somehow true. boy George is a sex symbol. <laughs> so like, okay. I think That's I think yeah I think I think she did a better job than our dear Josie. Yeah. Also, uh, a much more interesting story that Terry came up with. Um, there that? are some other questions here for the this or that. I don't know if I'm going to cover all of them crooks throwing them in my recap notes um i told you i was gonna put some this or that notes in there this is a, this is a new segment we gotta get it off the ground um oh wait i think i had another i think one that is interesting um who handled the bullies better josie is a grown-ass woman trying to infiltrate a cool kids that's part of her story and on day one thwarted by teenage girls Thoughts? Well, let me let me tell you something here. All right. Um, first and foremost, I am terrified of like mean Gen Z teenagers. Uh, I, as we've we've mentioned multiple times, I've been this size since I was thirteen. Nobody really bullied me in school because like I'm enormous and you know also black, and a lot of people are afraid of that. Um, I feel like Gen Z bullies would be real scary because they're not like give you wedgies and like give you a swirly they're more just like find your weakness and just talk about it openly and deadpan in your face and make you feel bad no i agree teenagers nowadays are terrifying oh, but like man. it would be like Word us play. like like if she when we were in high school i don't know i also went to a kind of a small high school so we didn't i mean we had bullies i guess like we had cool kids that were mean to everybody else um I watching this um, brought to mind. There's a TV show that I think might have only gotten one season for probably good reason. I think it was called Undercover High. Um, if you guys have heard of Sixty Days In, where they take like average people and put them in prison for two months and like what? as inform, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, they get beat up, Dave. They get beat up bad. But yeah. they take they take regular ass people and put them in prison for two months as like informants for the warden to like find out where the drugs are coming in from and find out like. What are the gangs doing and shit? They had a high school version called Undercover High where they put adults into a high school for, I think, like a semester to, like, blend in and find out, like, what the problems are in the school and 
does a school like adequately handle mental health issues and are there drugs coming in and shit and one of the people on that show gets bullied mercilessly and like by the second week he's like this fucking sucks <laughs> like this is what high school was like the first time around they're so mean to me and it's just like i don't think i can handle it i don't it's been so long since i was in a position to be bullied i don't know how i'd react if somebody was like mean to me the way they were mean to her she just immediately falls apart again when yeah. she's put in that same situation so but it's been seven years since she graduated at like 18 no real advancement in her like <laughs> She's the same uh, way I she I always was. I don't know how you would describe it. Would, 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 would it be her defense mechanisms or her personality in general? Because it, it really takes just one unpleasant experience with a current uh, high school student to really just bring her right back to the same place. And she's, she's just ruined. Fragile. She's and she's fragile. sitting out on the bathroom floor up against the wall of a, <laughs> of a stall. I'm like, that's, number one, it's gross. But it's gross. Yeah, you're, you are falling apart. I feel bad okay. for you. Okay, so my biggest issue, because I did go to journalism school, I won't say I'm a journalist, is <laughs> if you are going to go undercover, would you not, like, like scope it out, basically? Right. Like, see what people are wearing, see how they're acting, like, do a little research on what is interesting and popular, you know, like, it, it's, she just, like, well, went in. Well, we have a shot, um where she's at her house like preparing for her first day and she's got yeah. multiple copies of 17 magazine on her bed she's got 45 oh. different co- yeah there's a lot of different colors of like nail polish and like makeup all over okay. the fucking place like she i'm, we're, I'm we're talking led about to believe that she did research we just i don't think she did a good job at it you know? no we're, we're talking about primary research like oh like like pull case aside yeah pull aside like a freaking 17 year old and be like what are the makeup choices yeah. like wh- where do i buy shit like if you're a literal reporter you're not going to rely on like 17 magazine as your source that's a point yeah yeah she should have i mean yeah. even just like drive by the school a few times and like look at the students yes. that are outside walking around touche yeah. or if or if rob is so cool like rob ask cool. rob rob ain't cool <laughs> Yeah, that's a whole other. Um, but that's one thing I, I did think that we um, we really missed an opportunity on. We didn't get a Josie gets made over to go to high school montage. Right. And I'm a little mad about that. Yeah. We have an we hour didn't... and 42 minute runtime. And I don't get a makeover montage? No. They... then, And we didn't get it when she became cool. Yeah. Uh, so, it's so messed up. They could afford a surveillance van, but not like some new clothes and like a stylist or something to help her, you know, fit in. A when surveillance she's obviously... van. With, yeah. with a little tiny like micro camera that apparently has yeah. seven hours of battery life on it at a stretch. It's so crazy that they used to spend money on journalism back in the day. <laughs> used to be able to hire, like, pink, you, have the, you have the Pinkerton detectives there just oh my God. willing to help you with surveillance, but not anymore. Yeah. No, no. She, I, you know, I'm, I'm happy that we have Biggs' perspective here as, you know, a J school grad because it didn't even cross my mind that, like, you might want to spend a little bit of time not just looking at pictures of teens, but like talking to a couple of them or like hanging out around the school first or something to prepare. She was unprepared and it showed. Yeah. But also like Molly Shannon seemed like a normal person <laughs> well, potentially back in high school. Like, I don't know, man. Like how do She's I, act, 
I, I need I to pick that outfit for her though. Cause I had notes about like, where did she get this outfit? Nobody helped her. Where's the makeover. And then like later on, she's like, Oh, I hate Anita yeah, for picking yeah, this. Anita picked like, this for me. But, but I don't understand because Anita wears normal clothes. So like I, I that's where I'm, uh, I mean, more so like she, didn't, she didn't wear that shit. Right. She didn't look like that. Um, yeah, so that just again, these were like the whole logistics thing. I'm not covering all the, the this or that's, but there are some questions about the articles. So one thing I thought was interesting, both movies have articles about uh, the cafeteria food. Just one of the guys. You're right. Josie tries to pitch uh, what's in the coleslaw. Yeah. <laughs> like, Get that shit well, out of Because it was coleslaw food and coal with a K. It's like yes. how Kraft doesn't make cheese. They make, what is it, like processed cheese food <laughs> Whatever they yeah. call that shit. So I just thought that was an interesting parallel between the two. Uh-huh. But Terry at least wrote the article and was told it was boring. Yeah, um, which it was, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure it was. Um, and then to talk about which article was more interesting, I think as we discussed during the Just One of the Guys episode, we have no idea what the article was about. <laughs> Don't so know what she wrote. I think Never Been Kissed wins by default. Yeah. Because no, yeah. I think it's a bad article. I'm... I don't it's care. not a good article, but it's an article. We don't know what Terry wrote. She wrote about making a friend, I think. Uh-huh. I no, I thought she wrote about like being cool. See, being we undercover. We still don't know. I don't. I. It. It seemed to me that she wrote about going undercover, and then she met this boy, who she had feelings for, but the article was just about them becoming friends I, think, I don't really know what i ended up finding was myself oh my god if they were <laughs> stupid fucking articles i swear <laughs> if they would have if they would have done what they did here Ick. where we have terry read you know read the article over like a montage of what johnny's you know what william zabka is doing and stuff that would work out better i don't know what she wrote so yeah i think by default um this lame ass Drew Barrymore article was probably better than Terry's article. Um, okay, one more question about uh, one more. journalism, and then we're going to get into the, I think, the heart of this, and then we'll come back <laughs> to some of my other questions. Why and how does Josie keep getting scooped by the Chicago Tribune? Like, how is the Tribune beating to her to the story about the kids hanging in the parking lot and to the fact that she's a teenage, she's a grown is this woman? One? It's a better paper. <laughs> It's a very competitive news environment here in Chicago. A better paper. <laughs> Press. Like, like I can see someone else. <laughs> I can see someone else discovering the whole parking lot hang because it was very obvious the kids were not being subtle. But getting scooped about her whole like reveal at the prom, like why weren't you immediately home, fingers on the keys, knocking out this story? I, it should have it should have really been mostly written before you went in, and you plug in the last paragraph at whatever happens to the prom. Um, I don't I don't understand that. Similarly, I don't understand how she was able to physically do this. Was she going to work from three thirty to five every day, or was she skipping school to go to work from eight to five often? <laughs> like, I did I have questions. No, who was doing the copy editing? Because she is a crack copy editor. She's who the, was the top, doing the top it? dog. I mean, but like, if you think about it, if you're a senior in high school, like you can get away with not going to all of the, like, she you don't was have to have a full seconds schedule. late and they put a sombrero on her head. No, but like, you don't have a full schedule necessarily. And so you go from That's like, true. you go from like 720, we went from 725 to like 
225. And so there's literally an entire day that you can actually go to work. Yeah. And we had option and we also had like early dismissal and late arrival. Yeah. I guess that's true. She probably could have fit in both. That was only seven hours. Yeah, man. It felt so much longer all the well, time. It felt like it was a 12 hour day. Um, okay. So that's fair. All right. Now I feel like we have to, we'll use a segment to get into the main conceit of this Here whole film. Uh, we're going to break into love it for semester. Um, I hold on before what? we, before we talk about it, I do feel like there's no way to do this without just combining it with what's your problem. Yeah, no, no. That's where it's going to flow. Just, let's it's slam them flow. both together because they are, Okay, so we could do that. So, love it first semester, and what's your problem? There you I said go. I said everything, but like not really. Um, <laughs> so I'm starting with the least problematic relationship. To it, yeah, it gets real. It's like a three way tie after the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, Molly Shannon and John C. Riley. I thought they were great. I think we've already talked about it. But. They were they were great. I don't I don't know that we needed them to have a love story. They nope. they they have thirty seconds of Molly Shannon being like, "You could be sexy if you wanted to." And then they make out at the end. And there's not like connective tissue running throughout the movie at all. Yeah. And Molly Shannon has been, I believe, fired by this man multiple times for having inappropriate relationships with coworkers. So yeah. that's a whole other plot line that like not, we can't, it's too, like there's that's so many a, other that's another that There's another movie there somewhere. Yes. <laughs> so he's a hypocrite. Well, they they put like, it out yeah. last year. It was called If it's Bombshell. me, it's cool. I'm, I didn't need to send a memo to myself. I get it. it. Was, I'm good. It was bombshell. This is this is the Fox News. I'm sorry. The power dynamic here is not okay. No, here's the thing though. Like he's not like firing her because she's not sleeping with him. He's firing her because she just keeps sleeping with everybody. I mean, maybe it's both. Two things can be. She's tr- she's the Roger Ailes of the situation. Oh my God, she's she's definitely the Roger Ailes. She's hiked that skirt up a little bit. Oh God, I just watched that movie like last weekend it it's is gross parts pretty great. gross it's real gross kimberly guilfoyle is in it making people wear shirts she's yeah fucking not foul. the real kimberly no but i mean okay. might I as well think. Think. Um, that john okay. lithgow though is a hell of an actor yeah oh, he's really good. so great um but this anywho, movie though anywho. this one this this one. <laughs> oh wait okay movie yeah. Um, so then this is where now we're getting into the three-way tie. I think this one is like technically the least gross of all of them. It was. Kind of. Yeah. Um, Josie and the cool hot guy guy, because uh, you're a guy. And yeah. then she did all the stupid rhyming shit. Um, I'm saying that this is getting away with not being too gross, even though we asked her to prom, because it's also true of a lot of movies. You never see anybody kiss. Nope. besides those kids who are always constantly kissing on her locker mm-hmm. she and guy like never have any intimate moments even though he says they're dating um so i'm saying it's not terribly terrible because i think she does it to help her story yeah it's it's the least problematic number one she didn't really seem to pursue it it wasn't like she was going after him like i need this to be an angle in my story it's just that uh whoever that fake uh, Rose McGowan was told her that he's crunching on you. And she's like, Oh, do I want to be crunched? So like that, <laughs> that it, 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 she was, she was not pursuing anything. And even when they were alone in her bedroom on her bed and they had that moment where he's like, well, I want to go to prom with you. 
I feel like in a traditional movie, they make out on that bed and we're led to believe that they bone at that party. And she's like, yeah, great. Okay, bye. So yeah. <laughs> it didn't really have, it didn't ever seem like there was any real uh, physical interaction between those two, which, yeah. number yeah. one, thank God. Because it'd be a crime. Two. You're right. Mm-hmm. Number two, yeah. I'd have to imagine she'd be real, real bad at it. Oh, okay. So, and also, Guy could have technically been 18 years old. Yeah. So, like, technically, yep. it would have been, been legal because yeah. he's yeah. a senior, right? Um, but, but again, also, like, somehow the least problematic. Yeah. But that, yeah. But I'm, I'm just saying, like, yeah. he's a senior, but he's 18, so he's, like, technically he of age um, or 19. But, like, why didn't he, like, I'm just confused almost more so about why it was so platonic. Like, what, what was his angle on this whole thing? I think he just wanted to take her to prom because she's popular, which seems odd to me because you're also popular. Yeah. I, yeah I and she only gets to be popular. Part of the reason she only gets to be popular is because Guy likes her. So, like, that's like there's a weird circuitous logic on it's the a Guy feedback and Josie loop thing. Here. Yeah. 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 It, it seemed like he wanted to go with her because people kind of expected that to happen. No. But he didn't ever outside of the time when he was playing the acoustic guitar he brought to school for some reason and like staring her down while he was playing it we never really saw any kind of like attraction between those two which weird no it's because she's the uh heiress to the x-lax fortune oh that's right yes some of that she wants some of that money that's why the girls liked her (laughs) that's the full quote she he liked her because she dated the drummer from mighty mighty boston's Okay. Yeah. Which Great. means that that guy was into underage girls. Yes. She would have been like 15 at that point. But, it, I, mean, I think it was Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. Actually. Oh, it yes, was Big it Bad was. Voodoo Daddy. You're right. They're, I mean, <laughs> interchangeable. Scroll nuts uh, up and showed up. They're all the fucking same thing. Okay. And then this one, you could go either way on the next two. Um, mainly because I think one is just like legitimately way grosser, but we're going to start with it. Um, Rob and the 16-year-old girl, who's a gymnast. So Rob... Lock him the fuck up. Her 23-year-old brother shows up at school and makes himself cool by out-eating uh, coleslaw against some other dumb kid. So now no, no, he's no. super popular. There wasn't even a competition. I think he just did it. Was there somebody else eating against Yeah, him? yeah. One of the guys okay. from the... Sh- um, like, it was that- the football player. Just oh, one okay. of the guys? <laughs> okay. No. I thought he was from like you plus me equals us. Oh, that guy. One of those guys from Together. Together. Yeah, Yeah, that was one of the guys from Together. Oh man, I see. I thought it was just him eating a giant bucket of capital K coleslaw was what made him cool. I didn't know there was a too. Yeah, there was like an I guess an unspoken challenge. So Rob immediately looks cool, and this sixteen-year-old girl presents herself like I think you're awesome, and I'm a gymnast, and Rob is about it, about it. Thankfully, we never see them. Again, there's no like intimacy, but she decides at prom that like he's the he's she's gonna lose her virginity, and that's that. That is the only point at which Rob's like, "Oh, this is a bad idea." But it's been months, probably well, weeks. I've got I've got a number of thoughts. Her I wrote down her opening line. It's hi, I'm Tracy. I'm 16. I'm a gymnast. I don't have a boyfriend. That was how she introduced herself to him, as he has a face and arm full of coleslaw juice um (laughs) he must have smelled terrible then so at prom 
um, I, I think it's a little bit less that he's like, oh, no, I don't want to do this when just she wants to have sex. I think it's because she's like really, really drunk is what bothered oh, him about it. But, well, here comes the twist. If, if she's like, let's, she, she literally says, when the room stops spinning, let's have sex. I feel like it's implied that they had at least made out and probably had a moist third um, oh. on the way. That was, I think that was Ew. your line first. Oh, no, it, does, it definitely, <laughs> I think I called it a damp. Thir- a damp third? I think third? it was a damp third. That what it was? Um, That's gross. That's gross. <laughs> yeah, I, I, think, I think that they probably have had a damp third. No, there is, like, there is, they're having a party at Rob's house and she's like, but that's the thing, they have that party at Rob's house. I think she's drunk there. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of like implied things that occur, but it's like, well, we never show it to you, so it's okay. So Josie pulls him aside and is like, hey, yeah. man, she's 16. He's like, I know, isn't it great? And I'm like, call Chris. No, no, I'm Chris Hansen. Take a seat right there. You want to explain what you're doing right now? Like, someone needs to have a fucking heart to heart with this guy and be like, what, why do you think your behavior is acceptable at all? This is a young lady, she has parents. So child. Um, yeah, so it's not, it's one thing that like, I think the movie, I think it, it, it is purposefully chased because Drew Barrymore's character has like never been really kissed and it would also be very gross if we watched Drew Barrymore <laughs> and David Arquette kiss children. Because the guy who played Guy is actually older than Drew yeah. Barrymore. So that was a weird thing. Well, that's fucking um, but like, that's the thing, that's like, they get that wrong where I think like teenagers... When you have a boyfriend and girlfriend, like you're just making out. Like you're not like I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. So you, you do a lot of making out. And then yeah. things things happen, you know, aside from that. But for sure you don't go from, you know, we have not yet made out to let's have sex tonight. Yeah. There's been a lot of damp thirds. I think there's been a lot of a lot of HJs being handed out. Like it it seems well, awful. Like you're you're imputing a lot into this. We don't we, we see none of this. We're just supposed to assume that it's happened. Oh, okay. So 100%. so the virgin 16-year-old has never kissed this man. They've been dating for months and now she's like, stick it in me. That makes sense, Dave. That's I'm how 16 year old girls I'm act. just saying he could be a good guy. He's not. He's, he's not a, a good creep. guy. He's okay, a, he's a anyway. Guy. Rob's a he just creep. wants to play baseball. He he's a weirdo. <laughs> yeah, playing baseball. Quick quick aside to that. He needs to go back to high school so he can play baseball again because it helps him feel alive. There are adult baseball leagues and sure. he can play in one 100%. and just move 100%. on with his life. Yeah. 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 Um, but then to our final love at first semester, which <sighs> is so many, there's so many problems with it. Josie and her teacher, Mr. Colson. From minute one, homeboy is a creep. Yup. Is a creep. Grooming, grooming. He's like, oh, are, are you sure you're 17? He like <sighs> stares at her, like makes like goo goo eyes at her throughout the whole film. It is, he says immediately, he recognizes that she is 17 years old and yet they are falling in love throughout the whole movie. It is. Man, <sighs> man, man. Um, yeah, I, I, I was holding out hope near the end that this was all going to blow up and that when she outed herself and her age, she'd also be like, and you, you creepy motherfucker. Like, who do you think you are? And instead she's like, mm-hmm. no, it's okay that you want to fuck. I'm like, dude, this is bad. There's a point yeah. where they're on, they're on the Ferris wheel 
And, you know, she is talking about how she feels bad about herself as the dude from Together is in the car behind them doing whatever the fuck he's doing. And he says to her, I just want you to know that when you're my age, you'll have guys lined up around the block for you. And I'm like, uh-huh. okay, that's not cool. So then uh-huh. she says, well, you have to say that because you're my teacher. And in this moment, he impugns his guilt. He gets like, real. I'm, I'm going to lean in. I shouldn't say that because I'm your teacher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, I literally, my skin like was crawling. Yeah, of course you shouldn't fucking say that because you're her teacher, man. Like, yeah. what and, is wrong with you? And yeah. then he continues to like then talk about his personal life. Oh, and his girlfriend. Josie met his girlfriend at a show, which I was going to say like. It was a Matty concert. You would like never run into students at a show, but like I've definitely run into students when I lived in Philly at concerts. So it happens. It's not great, but it happens. Um, oh yeah, my mom used to dodge her students all the time. Not at the show, but just even at the grocery store. Like yeah, yeah. my mom too. Everywhere. We have a park ten minutes from our house that we never get to go to because my wife's students go there. Yeah, like, so again, it does it does happen, but. Yeah. He then proceeds to like complain about like, oh, we've been together for X number of years. And then he's like lamenting his personal life to his student, almost like, oh, if you were just older, things would, you know, it was, I was just like, you don't do this. You don't do this. But yeah, to the. It's like an election Dave Novotny kind of creepy. Not quite that level, but it's, it's, it's getting there slowly. Okay. So that was the movie that we all totally derided. But then this one, we're like, oh, I feel bad giving it a grade. But I think well, it's because, because Molly Shannon's in this. And Drew yes. Barrymore is and she's an adult. A delight. Yes. But Drew Barrymore's character is an adult the whole entire time. Yes. Yeah. That's um, true. But I did agree with you. I did put a note in here when she like basically like ultimately realized that she fell in love with him and is like, you're right. You think it's going to turn the tables and be like an expose about like how students and teachers could un like unwittingly or whatever cross lines get crossed or whatever. But then she like says she fell in love with a man who fell in love with someone who, that was his student. Like, yep. no, like yep. I'm, I'm not waiting on a pitcher's mound, waiting to have my first great kiss ever from a dude who was thinking about sleeping with a student. Like, well, and while we're, while we're on the he was thinking about sleeping with his student, there's a moment that I, I has, it stuck with me. I, I need to know what, was going to happen they're at prom they're slow dancing at prom which Mm -mm. again Mm -mm. what in the good goddamn are you doing slow dancing with the student who's uh, the the way that she's her costuming her breasts are pushed up under her chin so like you you see this is not like she's you know a chaste you know young lady in your mind in this moment you're obviously turned on by her and you see her all dolled up you're slow dancing with her can you imagine like (laughs) at prom seeing either one of your like friends dancing with the teacher or like having the teachers seeing another teacher dance with like like a student like i literally just can't even like wrap my head around it i have chaperone proms we stay (laughs) as far the fuck away as possible like we're like Mm -hmm. i don't even want to watch them dance like that's what you're there to do someone's gonna walk up tap on the shoulder be like uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. If, at, if at our prom the teacher no who we knew was boning a student who i his name i've been told not to say uh, by don't legal counsel. Do that. stop it listen to mean girls 
if if he was dancing with that girl, we'd all be like, do you fucking see this in our face right now? Like, do you see what's happening right now in front of all of us? But even, so they're slow dancing. And then he says, there's something I want to tell you. What the oh. fuck was he going to tell her? What in the f- fuck was he going to tell her? <laughs> it's just, it is so bad on like just so, oh. so many levels. It is, and then what? It, so we can come back to it, but like just Let's one stay point. On I, it, man. I, no, no. There's like one thing I did want to point I'm not out. Done. Where she finally, like at prom, comes out to say she's a grown up because they, the the cool kids, throw food all over all these Alpo, Alpo whatever. Um, so she it comes out that she's actually a grown up, and he's like, "You set me up for a story." What are our thoughts on that? Did she set him up for a story, or was he being hella inappropriate on his goddamn own? Okay, okay, okay. I, I, again, th- this all the, my mouth was agape for this whole like 10 minute section because my first reaction, he seemed like he was pissed off that she wasn't 17. Like, not like, not like, oh, you lied to me. More like, I, I thought you were thought a child getting, and this was yes. okay. <laughs> yes, I was led to believe I was you're an adult? 17 year old Tang acting as, as and a here child. Here you are, 20 damn five. So, uh. that, that was my first reaction. Very confusing. That was so confusing. My second reaction was, at no point did she say, you're the focus of my story. No. She didn't say I wrote a story about you. In my mind, I'm like, the first thought that I had was, what kind of like an egotistical son of a bitch are you to assume you're the focus of the story? Then I thought about it. I'm like, oh, no, no. He thinks he's going to jail now. He thinks his career is over. He's going to leave Novotny off to Milwaukee because... Yeah the story is going to be about this predatory teacher. I think he was mad at her for like ruining his career was what I thought he was upset about. So yeah, that's where like, I can see it like reading it both ways of like, shouldn't there have been some like relief? Like, Oh shit, you're really 25. Oh, that makes yeah. yeah, Maybe we can work this out. Oh, Dodge that uh, bullet, huh? Yeah. But then I but think I it is like, about it right now. I, yeah, I, I gotta be pissed off about it right now, but we'll talk later. We'll talk yeah. Later. But like the, you sent yeah. me for a story. It's like, yeah. Maybe you kind of did. Like, no, I, well, she, 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 she pushes back on John C., right? John, yes. John, John C. Riley's all like, uh, kids uh, dating their teachers and There's under a story. influence. And so that's a story, right? That's a hot story. Yeah, do, do, do that because the sometimes is actually the New York Post and we, and we don't give a shit about stuff like that. Um, <laughs> the, that's the, the way the, he kind of gets it. It's, 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 it's a gossip rag, apparently. No, the way he's trying to find the story. Daily Mail. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but yeah, she 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 pushed us back. So I didn't think she was going that way at all. She didn't feel she was not threatened no, at all in that I way. Definitely, but, but he thought so. Yeah, yes, like I, of course she she definitely did push back, but she also didn't like try to act like a teenager around him. Like no. she she answered questions on like the way she did things. Like she also should have been outed way earlier in this movie just by her own behavior and the way yeah. she responded to certain things in to teachers in class, to other scenarios. So like, there is a part of me that's like, you know, yes, he thinks he's about to go to jail or whatever, that there's a part of it. It's like, you also could have been like, yes, we've uncovered this really creepy man, but also like you never at one point acted like a teenager around this man. I don't know. That's, that's the murkiness of all this. Cause she is an adult the whole time. <laughs> She's, she's an adult. I don't who's want to not, excuse this. She's an adult who's not particularly good at acting like a teenager. Yeah. To turn this back as dark as can be, what if he just thought something's wrong with her brain? 
Oh my god! Like, oh, will she access me? Mm. Like, brain don't work. <laughs> like, is something wrong? Like, she's she's not good at acting like a teenager, but she's also not good at acting like an adult. No. Like, so that's like the whole issue that I have. It's a mess. Arrested Development, hundred percent. She stopped. Well, she was obviously responsible enough to go to college, get a degree, do well, get a good job, but. Mm-hmm. Everything else, like socially, Man, she's 16, 17 years old, if that. You could convince if me that. that she's on the spectrum somewhere. Like, I could, I could very easily be convinced that she's, like, a super high-achieving, like, Asperger's person. Where, like, yeah, she's, she's completely capable of, like, doing great at her job and, you know, holding conversations and all this and that. Her social interaction is so bizarre and so strange at all times that, like, yeah, she's probably like on the spectrum somewhere man and here he comes like rubbing his hands together menacingly preying on what he thinks to be as a child like yeah and and you know we as we said i wanted this to blow up in his face and not only did it not blow up in his face the end of the movie also had me mad with the countdown on the pitcher's mound <laughs> so why Put yourself out there and see what happens. She did. Great story. Good movie. Awesome. (laughs) My issues with that were, would people really stand up and cheer for a solid five minutes? No. I'm giving 30 seconds and I'm like, this is fucking boring. And then boring. After after two minutes, we're all tugging our collar like, you know, I don't think he's coming. (laughs) Like this is embarrassing for her. These people are here to watch high school baseball. (laughs) Come on. It's not even with the state finals. It's just a game. No, I think yep. it was like supposed to be a championship, but all of those games. Was the championship? All of those Midwest Championship at okay. at Municipal Stadium with okay. the generic Tigers playing the, the, the playing the Sharks. They're gonna play I thought a they were team. playing the South Glen South Glen South Rams. They were they were the South Glen South Rams. They were playing East Glen East or whatever. I think. Yeah, but I feel yeah. like any <sighs> game that Rob would have played in would have been thrown out because he was a twenty three year old man. Yeah, you vacate all those wins. You have an adult right? playing on your team. Exactly. So this championship Daniel game would not Monty have been situation. happening. Would not have been happening because of he had that. Yeah, full five o'clock shadow. <laughs> he was trying to pull a cute. No, he, he was trying to be those one of those Cuban baseball. He was he was playing like uh, Miguel Tejada. Miguel um, uh, Miguel Tejada is his is his uh, actual name. Tejada. I'm like I'm 24. No, you're 32, but you still get to play and do very you well. You guys, uh, listeners, hop on Google and look up Danny Almonte. He played in the Little League World Series. This motherfucker was like six foot six oh, yeah. with like a beard and like a kid. <laughs> he was a grown man playing in the Little League World Series. Um, there's also a player uh, named Julian Vandervelde. Um, he was not a grown man, but there's a picture of him. He played football at Iowa. There's a picture of him in the Little League World Series when he is so big he is like standing next to two of his teammates and he is like double their height and like hmm. 300 pounds. And he hit home runs all the time. Cause he was enormous at like 11 years old. But yeah, yeah they, they, Danny, they right had a, Danny, they had a, one of the opposing teams actually had a private investigator look into the, into the ages of the entire team. In fact, yeah, because he had osteoporosis and shit. Like he was a grown man. That was an old you have, person. You have literally teams can afford, can afford private investigators you get sometimes <laughs> with surveillance i mean who's is there just more money back then no what one is spent happening money. Yeah, journalism was a, was a real career back then man it was a it was a whole thing um, um one more yeah. thing about the baseball um when clock runs down 
or no, at the, at the the end thing, the clock runs down. She is on the mound, all facing like home plate. All of the stands in the audience are in front of her. There is no seating in the outfield. Nobody. Yet, all of a sudden, you get a, a clap from the stands, and everybody's pointing to the outfield. <laughs> but creepy McTeacher, <laughs> inappropriate, comes in from behind them to show up, and I'm like. This does it. It's a small thing. It irritated the shit out of me. Not only that, uh, no one knows what he looks like. That could just be any fucking dude coming down those steps. She did not say. No, the kids would. Well, the kids might. Yeah, like the South Kent South kids. Did they? They they, would know because they all would have been gossiping about it. Would be like, "Yo, teach on Nobody was was gossiping about it. That's also the wild part. Reading the article, they all would have said, "Oh, yeah, I didn't notice he had a full erection whenever she was in class." They actually (laughs) would have read the article because (laughs) used to read newspapers back then and give a shit. Oh my god! Fucking Uh, gross! Fuck mm, this! It's not okay. Um. But yeah, that annoyed me that I'm like, the logistics of the way the stadium is set up, these points don't make sense. <laughs> she would have seen him before anybody else. And she's like, oh my God, what's that? No, he would have uh, been right in front of you. Oh, it's uh, the little things, people. Um, anything else we have not touched upon about this relationship or any other problems in the movie? Uh, you know, I, I think we, we kind of called out all of the relationship stuff. It's just... It's gross to watch it and to know what's coming. Like, it's just, we, we know where it's going and it just gets like, I was holding out hope really at the end. And then to, not only to see her like go out and beg him to be with her, but to see him like get righteously mad at her and storm off. I'm like, you, who do you, where do you get off? <laughs> who the fuck do you think you are right now, man? Yeah. Yeah, it's not all right. Shame on all of them. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else problematic. 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 Oh, yeah. I already talked about <laughs> that, that they were. Is yeah, that your newspaper boy? <laughs> Chicago accent for the movie. Yep. They 100% broke the law and they should be in jail or pay big fines. Yeah. Well, they uh, lied about uh, they used up resources for my children. That's true. Whoa, whoa. Boycott skill. Those sons of bitches. <laughs> I mean, is it problematic? Is it jail. problematic that that guy is like video surveillancing a whole bunch of teenagers, teenagers um, yeah. and smoking? The cameras on definitely in the bathroom, smoking pot in the bathroom. Yeah. So there's some like, yeah. righteous farts that are happening. Like, I'm not hearing any of that. <laughs> oh, that dude um, is blowing trees in that van for sure. And the first 100%. thing he says, well, there's yes. a, there's a couple of lines that. Uh, the movie tries very hard to normalize adult men perving on teenage girls because there's a line that he says when she, the first thing that he does when she has that camera on is like scope out some butts of girls that are right in front of her walking into the school. They might have been that good when I was in high school. I'm like, Jesus right. Christ. You don't even, they yeah. could have been 14 fucking years old. They could have been yeah. in high school. You don't fucking know. And then there's also a line uh, that David Arquette has where he says something about like, um, I have it in here somewhere. Uh, Damn, these are high school girls. They yes. got some underage hotties on our hands. Or he, got, so, yeah. he specifically calls out underage hotties. I'm like, yes. the movie really does try to make it seem like it's totally fine to just be fucking little kids, man. Yeah, that's not great. That's no. Not great. Um, and yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I think just the biggest problem of the movie is the whole conceit of the movie. 
So not great. Not, not a great way to go. Not even good. Um, I feel like I had just one more bit of questions to ask, and mm-hmm. then we can we can continue with quotes <laughs> um, and do some fashion. But yeah. how yeah, pissed no. would you have been if you had to wear a costume to prom? Oh, God. Oh, that's right, listeners. Uh, they had a themed prom of meant to be together, great romances throughout history or some uh-huh. shit like that. Yeah. Yep. I, yeah, I I was the I throne. Brian basically wore a costume. Okay, <laughs> it wasn't a costume. I wore I wore all white with a top hat uh, as a junior, and then as a senior, I wore a black zoot suit with pinstripes, and I looked fucking good. I wasn't the a costume. White suit is on our Twitter because we did post it for the for the Mean Girls episode. Fucking a right. So I looked I looked good in my all white gift. That hat was ruined immediately. I touched it once and it had fingerprints on it. But that wasn't a costume. These motherfuckers are in full costumes. I, I, I was very confused because I'm like, the, the, the students were all really invested in what the theme was going to be. And I'm like, well, that's weird. I think our theme senior year was The Way You Look Tonight, which is not a fucking theme. It's just an Eric 100%. Clapton song. It's just an Eric Clapton song. Um, so they were mad because the original theme was the millennium. The fuck were they going to wear for that? Just their regular clothes? Futuristic stuff. The millennium was so. in like six months. Yeah, they were <laughs> getting ready for it. And you were like a broken computer or something like that? Because <laughs> Y2K is going to explode? Everything's going to explode? I, I don't know. Just dress up like Matthew would... Lillard and Hackers. Could, th- could be. Could be. <laughs> I think the millennium theme would have just been the... Di- decor around the room would have been futuristic perhaps with my guess so like you don't necessarily have to dress to it but when you do meant to be together great couples throughout history now you're going to prom in a costume i'm not happy about that all costumes i'm probably pissed i i would not like it 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 would i I would not appreciate it it one bit not at all yeah i mean like if i was marilyn monroe that would be cute or like well, I guess you would go with the Joe DiMaggio, or would you go with JFK? Like JFK? Arthur, <laughs> Arthur, 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 who else? Arthur Miller, I think she married yeah, Arthur, yeah, Arthur Miller. She, yeah, yeah, there were options there. I, yeah. it just seemed, it seems like if if you do it every year, if every year, because there was a scene where they have a, a shot in the background of a banner where they're like America's best prom, nineteen ninety three, ninety five, and ninety eight, or whatever. So like didn't know that was a real honor you could get yeah correct. i could see if this is like every year it's a different kind of a costume thing at this school that would be cool if you went in a regular suit and a regular dress last year and now you're over here as like i don't the mer- know the mermaids sure sure uh and there were some ridiculous costumes you were over here as fred and wilma flintstone like huh? some, some joseph and mary happened. that yeah, was awesome it was, it was a joseph and mary and, 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 and when they're like, yep, there's no room at this table. I'm like, oh, that's, that's such yeah. a good, pretty good. So good. <laughs> but yeah, I was just like, I don't know how I feel about costumes. Um, I guess the only other, I probably should have brought it up earlier when we were talking about all the surveillance. The fact that the whole office is watching her go through high school, like no it's a soap opera. And betting. They're no betting. one's working. Yeah, bets. Betting if she's going to become prom queen. Like, it's just all this. It was funny, but then you're also thinking about it. That's creepy because we're filming teenagers against yeah. their will yeah you guys but then again was, I, I did watch that show so yeah it was a reality show before reality that's true i i just told you i i mean undercover high was a, a very engrossing reality show 
Like these kids made real friends and it was one of them became friends with like all the stoners. That was kind of funny to watch. Great. I'm assuming that adult did drugs with teenagers. Isn't that just basically like a reality show version of 21 Jump Street? Or they're basically narcs on that show. Yeah, because I mean, and I think one of them like by the end refused to narc on the students. She was like, I'm not gonna, (laughs) the principal was like, you have to tell me what's going on. And she's like, I'm not doing it. Like these kids are good kids. Yeah, they like drugs. I'm not gonna rat on these kids. And the same thing happened in 60 Days In. One of the guys like fully just joined the gang and then stayed in prison after it was over. (laughs) I think he's like, I want to do 60 more days. I'm having a good time in here. And then he stayed in and they eventually pull him out because they're like, you're in too deep. (laughs) Like you're smoking oh, yeah. heroin in your butt no, hole, no, whatever. It, like it's it, tells you, it tells you about what that guy's life was like on the outside. He, must he had a wife really. and like an infant child. His life I, was great. He was a Viet, or, a, I, an Iraq know, vet. Apparently not according to him. If he's good, like staying in jail. Like, oh, man. I'm pretty sure his wife. I just want to get pop tarts at the commissary, and we'll, we'll honey shank buns, that. Bro. We'll shank yes. that other guy later. It'll it'll, it'll be fun. I'm I'm pretty sure his wife left him at the end of the show. I think. Uh, Yeah. Well, well, pulling it back to this movie about um, a woman being a teenage girl. um, (laughs) I don't have a better. This isn't segue. Great. Queen of segues. (laughs) (laughs) I think we should talk about the fashion of this film with some frosted tips and butterfly clips. Okay. Which I think there actually were some butterfly clips in this movie. I, I, I bet there were. Uh, this was were your pick. Which tips? which one do you want to get? Yeah, the guy from Together at Frosted Tips. Oh, that's <laughs> now, right. That's right. Which one do you want to um, go with first? I will start. Um, it's hard to pick a best outfit from Jessica Alba's uh, just whole wardrobe throughout the film. Um, this is another, since this came out the same year as Idle Hand, she is also legitimately a teenager in yeah. this film as she was in that one. And she just wears very uh, skimpy, like no clothing whatsoever. But the one that really stood out to me is Rob's first day at South Glen South High, where she is wearing a knit or crochet yellow and blue bikini top, triangle bikini top. Um, Her midriff fully exposed. Her ribs Um, are exposed. Yeah, she, I think she's wearing a belly chain in this photo that I found. Like jawbreaker level exposure. It's incredible. Worse than. Incredible. And bright yellow pants. But like, it's just, it keeps going with her. This is the one I wrote down in my notes and then kept watching and like, oh my God, you could just do everything she wears. Hope no one else wanted to pick anything. But that was the one that stood out to me because I was just like, holy shit, this is hella inappropriate for a high school. It was a lot. For a high school that has a metal detector as you walk in, uh-huh. so there's for some reason at this school where there was no violence, yeah, it seemed it seemed like there was just no dress code for anybody whatsoever at this school. And Dave, uh, what look caught your eye this week? Um, a couple different choices. I'm, I'm gonna pick something that David Arquette was wearing. Um, I didn't quite understand the tiki post. Um. Yeah, it's a mailbox store huh? where they're just like, themed. yeah, no, no. If, if you come inside, you get a free lay. I'm like, this is stupid. I don't want that. This is is that dumb. A, yeah. Is it like just literally the UPS store? Yeah. It's That's it. Alex office. Yeah. Place where like, they, we, we have, uh, if you want to look to your left, we have your post office box. We have copiers. And in the bathroom, <laughs> we have nice luau themed wallpaper and one of those old like pull chain Toilets from like the Godfather. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Um, 
No, but he has he has this visor on and he's wearing the lay and the and the shirt and like that kind of stuff I always found to be super embarrassing. Where it's like this it doesn't have to be this way. This could just be a regular mailbox store and you'd still get the same amount of business. No one's coming in for the free lay. No, nobody. And and that's the way he felt about it. He's like, This this is what I'm gonna be doing for the rest of my life. I'm gonna be wearing the Hawaiian shirt and getting people people's mail and stuff. But yeah, he had he had a couple good ones when he was wearing the uh, risky business stuff at, at the end. We yeah. can probably talk about if he no was pants. actually wearing his pants at, at the dance. Nope. But, uh, he was not. But and I'd like to think that he kept it the whole way. He's like, I don't care. I'm not going to wear pants and I'll be allowed into the dance. No problem. Sure. Yep. Yeah. Whitey sure. tidies at well, the age of 23 into a, <laughs> into a prom with a 16 year old. Yeah, yep. Humping a 16 year old yep. who put her That's leg great. behind her head in her dress. Yep. Uh, yeah. Go to jail. The fucking jail. <laughs> um, big sis, what look did you want to talk about this week? Well, shoot, that's hard to follow up. Um, <laughs> Answers David Arquette. Uh, so I, I will do the Drew Barrymore, um, like the all white outfit. So you stole my thunder earlier when you introduced the fact that she was literally also wearing white lipstick. Oops. Yeah. Because that was the the wildest part for me. I didn't understand Man. any of that. That's yeah. so weird. She's just a very pale individual to start with. And then I just wanted to blend in. I just don't, I want yeah. you to know I have like And then to literally take away any ounce of color on her face. Yeah. And she yeah. like even her eyebrows, I feel like, were not even like yeah. Yeah. drawn she was in or like undrawn. Yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. It, it was it was very weird. And then on top of that, she had what I think it was a boa, or it was like <laughs> A boa attached to a shirt that was something. Sheer it was something fluffy. It was fluffy. It got caught in the car door. Yeah. yeah. It was at the collar at the end of the sleeves. It was. Yeah. I it was, mean, it was, it was just like, like a yeah. sheer white nonsense, and then like a white top, and then white pants, but the they were way too long. And baggy. Yeah. And baggy. Baggy. Like I'm very baggy. confused because that was not even a style. Like I don't even know where she possibly would have gotten this outfit. Anita fucked then, her up. No, and then white, like chunky, like but not cute chunky shoes. They like mm-hmm. sandals. I honestly, yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, I think like I think Steve, they were like Steve Madden chunky, or what? What are we talking about? I think no, because like, that would have been no. like a thing. Yeah. Yeah, no. it was. It was like a white. Was it a flip flop? Like a platform flip flop situation? It was mm-hmm. like the only thing I can like really connect it to for listeners is like. There's some like really weird prom shoes back in the day where it was like they were super chunky on the heel, um, but then everywhere else like very slim. Mm, yeah, yeah. Sounds terrible. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what she was? She was uh, like the Wish.com uh, L Woods is what she was pulling off here. Like you yeah. ordered L Woods, this is what you got instead. Yeah. Well, yeah. and then she had this giant, like, what I would just call a beach bag. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you carry that around a lot. That came back multiple it, days. It was, a, like, literally a giant beach bag that only had, like, small handles. She could only, like, put it in her arm. Yeah. And then... Armpit sweat all over that thing. Yeah. Pager. But, P- and then PDA. it had, like, and then it had, like, like, big flowers on it. I, I'm just, I was just so confused. Yeah, I think they were lemons. I was gonna so say that's what made oh, okay. Yeah, it's lemons and limes. So I'm like, you literally just grabbed a beach bag from like <laughs> CVS, and we're like, I need a bag for school, and like ran out the door. 
even when she got cool and popular, she kept that bag around. And I'm like, one of your popular friends would have been like, hey, man, no, leave that shit home tomorrow. Yeah, we're not. We're, we're pink on Wednesdays. Um, okay, so I also picked uh, a Drew Barrymore look here. Um, this one's very brief. It's in the movie for maybe 15 seconds. Oh. I call it Purple Velma. Um, I was a Scooby Doo fan myself. I was always more a fan of Velma than I was of Daphne. Um, I like I like a curvy lady, and that was Velma. Uh, this look that she had. Imagine Velma's entire outfit. It's like a you know a, a turtleneck sweater dress, and like knee high socks, kind of a tonal look. She's doing this. It's Velma cosplay. It's a purple and lavender argyle turtleneck sweater dress with like knee-high lavender argyle socks. She's at home, um, I guess, cross-stitching a pillow wearing this thing mm-hmm. with her turtles. This was genuinely the most stylish thing she wears in the whole fucking movie. <laughs> I was like, if you would have worn this on the first day of school, people would be like, all right, that's all right. It's something that you could see in Clueless. Like, this is like a look that Amber might wear in Clueless or whatever. Um, so yeah, I'm like, well, you have the right ingredients and then you show up in whatever weird all white get up that you wore the next day you put this shit on you look all right in this but yeah just looking at it i'm like oh that's purple velma like she's doing velma and it's it's a lot um, purple velma too many pillows on the bed i have a she question having though some trouble, so did you mean velma or daphne no no she's purple velma because daphne daphne doesn't wear velma wears like a turtleneck sweater dress like this is, and, and the knee-high socks it she, has, she doesn't like, wear purple no but she's purple Velma. Daphne, okay. this was not a Daphne outfit. This was a, a for sure Velma, only like a different pattern. But it, if, you, if you put them side by side and put glasses on her, she looks just like Velma, only she's in like a patterned version of what Velma would wear. It's Velma on Easter is what it is. It's kind of her whole, her whole look there. Yeah, I thought it looked nice. Genuinely, <laughs> thought it was a good look for her. I thought it looked cozy. I was like, but also I was like, who puts that on when they're at home yep. cross-stitching? Who puts it on when they get home from work? Yeah, I thought it was weird. Um, I guess the we quickly do... What did you say? I didn't have a ton of quotes from this movie. I just had the one that made me giggle. And I wrote <laughs> that was a good one. Because <laughs> it's Gary Marshall and he's at the baseball game. He's so excited to uh, come to the, the rest of the group. And he's got, he's like, weenus. I got hot weenus here. Weenus. <laughs> Just keep saying weenus. <laughs> Guy loves saying weenus. Oh, oh shit. I don't even know my own kids. He's got a couple good ones. I love Gary ones. Marshall. He's so great in the League of Their Own. Gary Marshall. Oh, yeah, God. I think someone tries to take a weenus. He's like, hey, these weenus are for you. Like, it's just... <laughs> I love saying wieners. <laughs> oh, oh, God. oh my that was God. the only one I really like wrote down that made me chuckle. So. Oh my God. Anybody uh, else? Well, there, there's a lot in here. Um, there's one that I don't feel like I should read. Uh, I need one of the, the two ladies to read it because it would sound a lot worse coming from a man, frankly, but it's Josie um, describing what a real kiss means to her. Oh God. No, no, I will uh, not. no one's going to read that. No one's going to read that. <laughs> Nope. Okay. Well, I'm not either. But let's let's just say. Okay. Going, do you really? Do, do you, are you really not going to read it? I, I'm not going to read that. Okay. Fine. I'll read it. It is so. 
I'll try to do it with like um. I'm just a girl in front of a guy. Wait, you know, that's the one where she starts like crying yes. at the end of it. I'm like, Wait, oh, Jesus. Tearing up and Octavia Spencer's yeah. like, damn. I yeah. wish. Yeah. I wish we could do a vomit emoji right now. That. It's, <laughs> it's so, so like weird. It's like that thing, that moment when you kiss someone, <laughs> and everything around becomes hazy, and the only thing in focus is you and this person. Are you and lisping? Realize, yeah, because like a bit of a lisp. Yeah. <laughs> and you realize that that person is the only person that you're supposed to kiss for the rest of your life. And for one moment, you get this amazing gift and you want to laugh and you want to cry because you feel so lucky that you found it and so scared that it'll go away all at the same time. Oh, look, oh, yeah. man. <laughs> When I when I was twenty, she's twenty five. I mean, wait, just, can we just give Dana like a small? That was very point? good. Yes, yes, that was yes. Good. You deserve yeah. a David Oscar, Oscar award for that. Yeah. That was really really. That was a That's solid a table read. I tried. Oh yeah. I tried. Uh, when I was twenty five, I was living with Dave. Could you imagine any of the girls that any of us dated at that age saying that we would run for the fucking hills? Probably. That yeah. is some Anda yeah. Tatoyu bullshit that she would say to Tony and then kiss somebody You're else. Saying, why are you saying names? Oh, she, I, don't, I don't care about her, man. She was mean to my boy. Understood. She That's she true. would say that That's to true. him and then make out with somebody else right in front of him. I don't even think she would say that to him. Uh, she That's, might. She played head games. She was, she, um, she was something. Sex preamble um, wouldn't say some shit like that to you oh, <laughs> sex preamble probably I, you know what i bet she did quote that to me at some point now that i think about it <laughs> that was probably written into a card for like valentine's day not even valentine's day for like flag day or like arbor day i got a lot of cards that yes this is for sure how she felt but again <laughs> so, she would have been like a teenager that was like the part that i didn't true. realize yeah, like 25. until watching it back as an adult like i was like oh She's been kissed, we think. It's just like it's not been this like <laughs> it hasn't been this perfect. And it's like, man, you're gonna be disappointed. Like I don't even like remember no the first time I kissed my fiance. Up. Like I was yeah. very drunk, so I don't remember. It's pretty rough like the first time. Can we're, we we're edit like, that out? <laughs> nope, it's staying in there. Oh, this is great. Yeah, it was fireworks. Like, <laughs> nothing. Um, no. Okay. Nothing. I mean, the first time I kissed my wife, we we was on our first date, and we had spent the last three hours. <laughs> the last three hours in a bar uh in a suburb of des moines on a saturday night it's a piano bar and there were three dueling bachelorette parties in there um oh. trying to like fight for most inappropriate and so we spent like three hours just tearing everyone to shreds verbally like we were shit talking and people watching for three hours i walked around so i'm like yeah this is great and they made out for a little bit and i'm like yeah this is that was a great first date but i, I it wasn't it wasn't what was that Everything becomes hazy and blah blah. It wasn't bad. It was I mean, it's amazing gift. This is like this description is more uh, is more problematic. I think it's like, are you on something? Or she's describing you... heroin. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, like she's gonna be let down. And to be clear, I do remember kissing him at a hangar mm. bar, but mm. we had been drinking all day, so like that is. I do remember, but um, but yeah, like it wasn't like oh now I know this is the person I'm going to spend the rest of my life with because everything else gets hazy. Oh my God, and it's just you and this Get person. Get out of here! Uh, <laughs> there were there were a couple of a couple of Josie lines. I think to me the funniest was when she was trying to blend in and like not being very good at it. Um, so there's one where this is her introducing herself to her fellow students the first day of school. 
my name is Josie Geller. I'm a high school student. Mm. <laughs> that, was, that was great. And then when she goes to, we have not touched on the fact, and we shouldn't, but Ozo Matley is in this movie. I didn't realize it was them until I heard Charlie Tuna, who's in uh, Jurassic is. 5. Ozo Matley, um, that's the band that they go to see the concert from. Yes, I it doesn't it sound like music that any high school student would listen to. It's like Afro-Cuban fusion music or whatever. But, but they loved it. They, yeah. they were getting down. They had a, they had a yeah. choreographed dance number. But uh, Charlie mm-hmm. Tuna, who is the guy with the super deep voice from um, Jurassic 5, is the MC for Ozo Matley as well. And so when oh. I heard his voice, I'm like, oh my God, is that Ozo Matley? Um, but she's at the concert and she gets in and the doorman is like, okay, so are you drinking tonight? And she at first like starts to say yes. And she goes, no, I will not be drinking. I am 17 years old and still attend high school. And I'm like, you are terrible at your cover. <laughs> You're going to get found out. So, um, yeah. yeah the, we didn't talk about it, but that's also the thing. She uses her real name. She obviously yeah. didn't have like an ID. You have to show IDs to get into these. It's just, well, I guess she yeah. would have been a high school student, so she could have shown her high school. I don't know. Yeah, that I was guess. a weird one. Are you drinking? Nope. Then just let me into the show. Everything's cool. <laughs> uh, on, 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 on a school night, I guess that, that particular thing is 17 and over. It's all ages I'm show. I'm a high school student. Also, about the all ages show with the Rostas. Um, no, oh yeah, with the brownie. Yeah, with good. the with they give away free drugs. Um, the other thing, the other line that I had, because uh, we haven't we haven't done a Molly Shannon line yet, and she had some really really good ones. Um, for I can't explain why she's teaching sex ed. All right, it's the less we say about that, the better. But she tells everyone in the class so they aren't old enough to have sex yet, and then she says, "When you lose it to some guy named Junior with bad breath." in the back of a van at the Guns N' Roses concert, you're going to wish you listened to your mother when she said, nobody's going to buy the whole friggin' ice cream truck when you're handing out popsicles for free. And that was her, that was her advice to students on sex. Uh, yeah, praise, praise for Molly Shannon. She's fantastic. I love the, the, rea- the reactions of the students were just like <laughs> literally blinking eyes. And I felt embarrassed for her. What is happening? Oh, my God. Uh... Yeah, so um, one of the things that we like to do on this pod is take a look at like a minor character and uh, see if this was the start of big things or kind of the peak of their whole career. So it's time for an IMDb deep dive. Dana, who are we going to dive on this week? I am torn because um, we didn't, I guess, I'm not sure if we mentioned him while we were recording, um, but... Josie's assistant, uh, Sean Whalen, I've already done because I feel like he's like the one of the smallest characters in the movie. Yeah. Lion McPoyle, as I know him from uh, It's Always Sunny. Greasy. Um, I guess, uh, no, it feels like a cop out to do like uh, James Franco since this is his first film. <laughs> yeah, that's too easy. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, I'm going to do another person who was part of the popular crew that I don't know if we ever heard him say a word but his name was Tommy and he always looked very familiar to me the actor's name is Brandon Williams um and I kept waiting for him to have a line because I was like I need to get a better look at this man's face um so we'll, we'll do Brandon I don't know if it was necessarily like you know he's, he was on some tv shows before this he was in an Aerosmith video um this might be one of the, no, he was in Halloween, uh, 
H2O, H2O. 20 years later. That's so that's right. maybe Ooh. where I recognized him. He was on the Clueless TV show. He was in Party F5. He was yeah. on Mystery Men. Maybe that's where I recognize him from, Mystery yeah. Men. I think um, I recognize him from the Clueless TV show, to be honest. Oh, boy. Um, he was on Dark Angel, which would have, which is a Jessica Alba show that hmm. was on Fox. Um, he's on Spin City, Charlie's Angel, a lot of small. Oh, Spin City. City. I love that love show. Spin yeah. City. He was in Sweetest Thing. He's, you know, worked. Okay. Looks like he's been working. So, you know, it might have been the start of things. He was on Entourage for a while. I mean, that's, a, that's, a, that's a pretty oh, long career okay. to make it from all the way from here up to those, you know, later, yeah. later things. Yeah, I think he's just one of like the few people. He was he was he was bopping around in the film. Didn't have a bunch of lines, but you know, continued to work. And I feel like we've already covered some of the other people in other movies, so this was a bit of a tough one. And frankly, it had a pretty stacked cast. Like a lot of these people are, they were they were like relatively big things, and that became really big things later. Um, or they were teen actors who are still really famous now. It was a little bit yeah. trickier this week. Um, so guys, that does bring us to the end of this episode. And, uh, just like the end of the school year, that means it's time to hand out some superlatives. Um, I want to start off by saying technically I shouldn't do Josie and Rob because they're full grown fucking adults, but without them, we only have like a couple. So fuck it. Here goes, uh, guy is most likely to list 1999 Prom King on every job application he fills out until he's 30. Aldis is most likely to be featured in a listicle about impressive young women in STEM. Mm-hmm. It couldn't make fun of her. She's really ambitious and accomplished. <laughs> so yeah. like and, a, and she's pretty. And like yeah. she has a personality. Like, she's Sobieski. She should have been yeah. Julia Stiles' role in, uh, in Save the Last Dance. She's yeah. fully just there. She's, she, she is who she is. I like that. Yeah. A fully formed actress at that age. Bravo for her. Uh, Kirsten, Kristen, and Gibby are most likely to form an alliance to take down the other dance moms. Oh, yeah. That's for sure their fucking future. Mm-hmm. Mean ass mm-hmm. dance moms like mm-hmm. that mom that Megan and I are both thinking about right now. Yep. Uh, Rob is most likely uh, to use the term, Your Honor, I swear she told me she was 24. Oh. Yana. And Josie is most likely to be very concerned anytime Sam takes a particular interest in a female student. Yeah, playing in her turf. Um, now, guys, uh, this next movie is—I'm um, pretty excited about this. We have a really, really great guest joining us. Uh, she is one of the hosts of the Teen Mom Trash Talk and also 90 Day Fiance Trash Talk podcasts. Uh, the hilarious comedian Reverend Tracy Carnazzo is going to be joining us next week to talk about Clueless. Oh. We're doing it. Yeah, we are doing it. Uh, she is hilarious. I cannot wait. Um, yeah, she's she hosts two of like my all time favorite pods. Um, she is hilarious. We talked about having her on, um, and we kind of tossed out and said, you know, pick whatever you want to pick. And she said, yeah, I'm gonna do Clueless because I can, you know, quote the entire movie right now, start to finish. I can make it a one woman show. So she's very excited to come on. I'm super excited to have her. Uh, A lot of her listeners have recently become our listeners. So welcome to all you guys. I'm happy you're here with us. But uh, yeah, next week is going to be a big one because Tracy's going to be coming here to grace us with her presence. Um, So so I don't need to take notes? I mean, you should. 
I'm gonna. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't I have, think she's gonna. There's so much a, in that movie. I'm excited. That's yeah, that's a good one. Somewhat sad first time I saw that movie story. So oh, God, I'm looking forward to it. I I watched good it uh, for the first time in a very long time um, with Bobby Clausen in our basement when we were living with Dave. Both of us stoned out of our gourd, and like 45 you guys minutes know. into it, no way. Us? No, stone no, away. No. Uh, yeah, like 45 minutes into it, he looks over me and he goes, man, this movie's so fucking well-written. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's really good. I'm, I'm really looking Very forward to it. Um, guys, that does it for this week's episode. Uh, if you like what you heard, tell a friend, pop on over to iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, and be sure to subscribe. Give us a five-star rating. Leave us a good review. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at RecappingGownPod. That is R-E-C-A-P-N-G-O-W-N-P-O-D. Uh, and if you didn't like what you heard, then you are so not Rufus. Take it <laughs> easy, millennials. We'll see you next week. <laughs>